0: Yeah, king of the viral tweets, as Brendan put it. Uh, and and I've got to agree with him, man. You've been you've been fucking killing it out there. Yeah, I've had like two or three different
1: viral tweets this week, which is wild because I began this month wanting to like take a break from Twitter, but I was like, nah, I gotta put them on, <laughs> I gotta say some stuff, I gotta post some memes and So what have you been
0: posting? I mean, what what's been going viral? What have you found to be incredibly successful? as you're posting
1: well the first one that i think was really huge was just some meme i found on facebook it was um so it's the Chopin stars remember the Chopin stars yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 the first line is uh it says 18 year olds in america and it says uh can we get uh cigarettes or alcohol <laughs> and then they and then they respond by saying oh uh the best we can give you is uh A war with iran (laughs) and then it's just like whoa like that's all too real (laughs) and so i posted it on twitter like two days ago i think it was the night of the debate and it just
0: pooh kyle klinsky was like the second person to retweet it oh yeah so it just like went off we we'd love to see like one of our like small follower people get retweeted by somebody who's got like a hundred thousand followers on twitter right yeah, it was wild. And
1: then the other tweet I had was today. I sent a article. My aunt, she lives in Texas. She um, told me she was going to vote for Joe Biden in the primary. So I was like, oh my, What? Do, I got to do something about this. <laughs> so uh, I remember Nina Turner. She wrote an article earlier this week. And it was about how black, uh, basically the premise is how black voters shouldn't necessarily trust Joe Biden. And I sent it to her. I said, uh read this. This might change your mind. And she read it and she was like, yeah, I'm going to vote for Bernie now. I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> nice. So it's that I easy.
1: Was, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go share this with, you know, the shorter world and Bernie supporters. And they just tweeted, sent this to my aunt. She read it, flipped her from Biden to Bernie. Hell Bernie yeah. 2020. And then, woo. And then I tagged, you know, Turner in it. And she's, commented replied and said thank you
0: nina was, replied yes
1: she replied and it was early in the morning it was like 6 a.m 7 yeah. o'clock and it, all was right. like, it was like the best thing ever i was like "Woo!" i was like no thank you
0: <laughs> all right so so my so my main question your aunt in texas is she single yes <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Local Flannel podcast from Arlington, Texas. I am Matthew Hodges, joined as ever by my exceptional comrade and co-host in Omaha, Nebraska, Brendan Williams. Hello, Brendan.
2: Hello, hello. Welcome to uh, the part of the country where I woke up this morning and I checked the weather and my weather app said negative zero. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it was not
0: good. Your weather app was doing a divide by zero error.
2: Yeah, that's how fucked up the weather was wow. uh, in the Midwest today.
0: You know, it actually snowed here the other day. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. I heard it was like 80 degrees the other day as well.
2: Well, it was like 80
0: <laughs> degrees today, but apparently like two days ago, like in the morning, it snowed, just dumped snow for a little while. Yeah, yeah, very strange. Well, uh, joining us tonight, uh, our senior Oklahoma correspondent, Gregory Harden II from Shawnee, Oklahoma. Hello, Gregory. Hey. It's awfully nice to have you back.
1: Nice to be back.
0: You've been, uh, like, like we said in the pre-show, you've been absolutely killing it on Twitter. So, you know, what's your secret? Uh, my secret
1: is, I have no idea. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah,
1: that is how it works. I have no idea. Um, half of it is just America's fucked up foreign policy, and the other half of it is Bernie
2: Sanders. So... I guess that's yeah. that's that's the formula. <laughs> and, and we didn't we didn't give you good props because uh we just have to throw this out. Thirty thousand retweets, hundred and twenty two thousand likes. Yeah, that that's amazing. Yeah. Wild. It's wild. And it's
1: reached like like I've looked through periodically to see like who's liking it and it, it's reached three or four different continents
0: <laughs> yeah like of people now, if you, if, so, you, yeah. can, you can do that thing where it's like check the the twitter stats or whatever I've not um, done that do, actually I've oh mostly, you, you should I, you should I, click I, through because oh, wow. uh, like the last time I went viral it was kind of cool to to see that my 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 twitter impressions were in the like tens of millions of it was like tens of millions of people saw this dumb fucking joke that I made <laughs> I remember that tweet too. That was wild. Yeah, we love it. We we love to see it, folks. We love to see the uh, the liquid flannel. You know, the loose crew uh, that that makes up liquid flannel going viral. You know, blown up all over all over everybody's faces. It's great.
2: It's a real silver lining to the hell world that we live in. Uh, right. you know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at the tweet activity right now. It says 4.7 million people have seen this.
0: Fuck!
2: That's insane. <laughs> There's not even that many people in existence. This this must be hacked.
0: <laughs> this is this is
2: wrong.
1: That's insane.
0: Wow. Well, it's terrific though. I mean, no, but it's it, that's good though, right? It because is. Uh, because because I think Gregory's point was uh, was absolutely on point and absolutely also talks it also speaks to a lot of what we've been seeing over the last week about. The overall narrative of uh, like the primary elections and the qualifications, not the qualifications, but maybe just the virtues of, say, Bernie Sanders over Liz Warren or Joe Biden or Pete Buttigieg or, you know, it would not have gone so viral if you weren't tapping into a thing that a lot of people are believing right now.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
3: Um.
2: Well, and it's funny, too, because uh, Trump just the other day was saying, like, Republicans are, you know, the party of big ideas and the party of uh, of the future and, and, and stuff like that. And it was really hilarious to see the juxtaposition of that versus that other viral video of a reporter asking uh, somebody at a Trump rally, like, What's one good thing that Trump has done? And then <laughs> right, they just yeah. go like, "Uh," for thirty seconds, <laughs> and they're like, "You know what? I don't know, but I just, I just like him a lot." His his mythos is like he's so great, but you can't actually name a single good thing that he's done except the war with Iran. I mean, that's his biggest accomplishment, right? Is and,
1: and <laughs> we can say Merry Christmas, <laughs> right? Don't yes, forget finally. about him.
2: finally. Finally. The long national s- he nightmare is it. over. He, ended he the- invented Christmas in Home Alone 2. <laughs> uh, and the liberal media doesn't want you to find out about it, but he he's the true hero of Christmas. Well, Brendan,
0: I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because it, I saw there was some, uh, some MAGA person on Twitter that I saw the other day who did sort of a detailed list of all of Trump's accomplishments. And, like, one of them was you know the wall is finally getting built like we're actually going to build the wall along the southern border which i don't i i think factually that's just not true they've maybe beefed up some security in a few like high traffic areas but that wall was never going to get built because it's impossible you can't build a giant fence along what is it like 2000 miles of border some of it including like gorges and river canyons and stuff like that but one of them was the dow is soaring you know, like it, it, the the Dow finally hit you know numbers. What did yeah. hit? Like twenty nine thousand.
2: He unlocked that uh, presidential uh, like Dow crank, and he just cranked it all the way right, to right, the, right to right, the right. right. Why didn't anybody do that before? Yeah, so
0: <laughs> I, I mean, you you and I have both worked in finance, and you know, I mean, you're you know more than I do at this point about. What does it actually mean to say that the Dow hit 29,000 when it comes to, like, the the working man's portfolio?
2: Many people may not realize this, but the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a measurement of the 30 largest – well, they're not even the 30 largest companies. They're a measurement of 30 large companies. So when someone says, like, the Dow is at an all-time high, that just means, like, 30 really big companies – have more money than ever. Right. That that's That's literally all that it means. It's really sad because the majority of the people who are invested in the stock market are very, very rich people. Maybe people have 401ks or something like that that maybe they'll get to take advantage of, but if you have a 401k that has invested in the stock market, it's not real until you take it out. And we all know, like, the Dow Jones was also at all time highs, like in the mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah 2006. Right before yeah, yeah. it mega tanked. <clears throat> and if you happen to need to start using your four hundred one k in the two thousand and eight two thousand and nine timeframe, the fact that it was much higher six months before that isn't really useful to, to anyone. It's a really transitory, you know, like nebulous measure. And Trump loves to talk about it because it's a number that he can point to and say, that's a really big number.
0: Yeah, my it, team is winning. It's like, right. it, it's it's all sports to him.
2: Right. Yeah. And, but you also see like on any day that the Dow like t- like drops like 300 points because it's like, oh, Trump's messing the trade war with China up or whatever. Then he immediately just says like, well, that wasn't my fault. When it's good, that was because of me. When it's bad, it was, it was was it was something else. Right. <laughs> it's a genius move.
0: Yeah, and I, I think the I think the actual statistic is that um, only it's only something like fourteen percent of Americans actually have any money in equity in the stock market. That it's a I mean it's it's a it's a small fraction of people. So when they say the economy is booming, the the Dow is you know absolutely soaring right now. You know you can look at you know from Uh, 10 years ago, the Dow was at 19,000. Now it's at 29,000, but minimum wage remains the same. Pretty much all of wages have been flat that entire time.
2: You know, AOC, I think, you know, said it best where she was like, look, they, they like to, you know, tout these things because they think that it's meaningful and people hear it and they think, oh, well, he must, must be good then if they said that it was good and numbers are high. Right. Um, but if you really look into it, you know when you hear about people saying, you know, I have two or three low-paying jobs. Um, you know, I'm employed, but I'm I'm underemployed, or you know, I'm employed in a job that I hate because oh, yeah, no, that's, I just that's need a great point. Health insurance yeah. and yeah. stuff like that, and I can't even afford the health insurance, even though I'm working. You know, it's not really translating to like, the actual meaningful improvements to people's lives that you might think if you just aren't really paying attention and you think, oh, big numbers, that must be good.
0: Yeah, no, that's a great point, too, because uh, another one of the numbers that Trump likes to tout is that unemployment is at a a historically low rate. Um, But that's not taking into account, like, lots of people who are working multiple jobs in order to make rent Um, it, it doesn't take into account, like you said, people working jobs that, I don't know, I'm just school for, for law and like environmental policy. And I was employed as a dishwasher, you know? So if somebody asked me like, do you have a job? It's like, well, I I have a job, it's not exactly what i what i had planned on doing
2: right and there's all kinds of like temporary jobs and all kinds of stuff like that in there too um you know like uh one of the things is that the the census is supposed to be starting up and traditionally the census hires like just thousands and thousands of people because you actually have to like go door-to-door door and check on everything and, you know, ask people questions and it requires a yeah, lot of Yeah, very manpower. much hoping
0: that the census people do not listen to podcasts because I have turned in a job application with the census, but I don't think they're going to hire me if they listen to this, <laughs> this for thing. For
2: sure. And so, yeah, and so then that always causes the unemployment numbers to go down even further because they're hiring all these these people for this very short-term job but it's like yeah it lasts a couple months and so it's not really again it's not really a meaningful measure it's something that you can point to at a snapshot in time and say hey that number looks really good if you don't actually look at it very deeply but it's not really an indication of long-term like healthy uh, economy or whatever um yeah i kind of
0: wonder about that though because i mean So, like, one of Bernie Sanders' big proposals is uh, the Green New Deal, which would come with a jobs guarantee. And I assume that the jobs guarantee is going to include a lot of things, like, in the Old New Deal, uh, which is, like, going out and maintaining trails and things like that. Like, uh, that work probably isn't going to... Isn't going to last for a lot of people. The unemployment number theoretically will plummet under that plan.
2: I think in the New Deal or the Green New Deal, the idea is that people are also like doing meaningful things that are helpful. You know,
0: well, they're they're doing meaningful things, and and my my point, Brendan, is that even if that's transitory work at least you were able to fucking pay the bills during the time that you were employed doing that thing.
2: Yeah. I think one of the crazy things too is that uh, people always talk about like during the financial crisis in 2008, 2009 um, like China was where everybody started putting their money and that was a big part of like China growing and growing their economy. And the way that they did that is the government just poured a ridiculous amount of money into just whatever the hell they could. And so you would he- hear
0: these news stories about
2: like China has these like empty cities where
0: they would like <laughs> like gi- giant shopping malls that no shops are moving into. Right. And like they would build like these whole
2: huge like neighborhoods and like you know 12-lane divided highways and stuff and just like nobody would drive on them at all. And on the one hand you're like, "Oh, that's really weird." The reason they did that is because they were able to do that to stimulate the economy. They're they're giving people all this money and, like, their GDP numbers and all these economic tracking things all remained incredibly high, even though it was, right. like, a huge global recession for a lot of other countries.
0: Yeah, it's all, it's all Potemkin, like, development, but at the same time, like, people were able to pay their bills. Right,
2: absolutely. And I also, like, you have these roads and it's like, well, maybe you didn't need that road or whatever, but – well, that road is there, like right, and so now it's like you did actually get something out of it, and so it sure. actually has kind of, uh, you know, in the long run, like it, it has kind of paid off. It's like if you actually invest in your own country, you do, you do the infrastructure week that they're always talking about. You actually do it. Uh, you know, in one hand, you could look at it and say, oh, well, what a you know what a huge money pit where they're just throwing money out and all you're getting out of this money is like roads and bridges and you know buildings and uh, parks and public works and things like that. And it's like, oh, actually, like those are just good things to have around in your country.
0: That outside of capitalism, there's a reason to invest in like the infrastructure of your your country right? or your country. Your whatever your like measure of polity is it's good it's good to have like bus lanes oh totally it's it's good it's good to have like national parks yeah
2: and it's one of those things that people always talk about where they're like all like especially here in in omaha and i'm sure this is like this in a lot of places in the midwest is they're like fucking roads are always fucked up man like, they're always fucked up. And so it's like, just put, just spend some money on it. And it's just one less thing for people to complain about.
0: Yeah. Just, just hire a bunch of fucking guys to go out and like fix the roads. You could do it. I mean, it's, it's skilled labor for sure, but you could train a bunch of dudes up to yeah go around and fix potholes.
2: What they're trying to do, uh, in Nebraska now is that, uh, they've been talking for the longest time that they want to, uh, cut property taxes because, because property taxes are, are so high now matt i think in texas you're a state that has you don't have a sales tax right is that what it is
0: or is it income tax or whatever no it's all sales tax no income right. tax no property so
2: tax. yeah in nebraska that's the goal that's i think wild. of the republican uh establishment is they want to eliminate property taxes so if you have 17 giant mansions you don't pay anything but every time you like go to the store to buy toilet paper you have to pay like an extra 9% tax. Um But, you know, hey, everybody right. is paying that toilet paper tax equally. You know, the billionaire pays the 9% toilet paper tax for the 213 <laughs> for, for sure. the toilet paper roll. Yeah. And so does
0: the poor person. <laughs> well, so it's, it's all about do, fairness. Yeah, billi- billionaires billionaires do tend to use about 1 million times as much toilet paper as That's only working class fair. person. It's because
1: they're so full of shit.
0: <laughs> That's an excellent place to end this segment. Let's, uh, let's take a little break. We'll come back.
3: In what you said earlier, too, I wanted to go back um, to what you said about our left party. We don't have a left party mm. in the United States. Mm. The Democratic Party is not a left party. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, the Democratic Party mm. is a center or center conservative party. Mm. We do not advocate for, we do not, we can't even get a floor vote on Medicare for All. Mm -hmm. Not even a floor vote that gets Mm -hmm. voted down. Mm -hmm. We can't even get a vote on it. Mm -hmm. So this is not a left party. Mm. There are left members inside the Democratic Party Mm -hmm. that are working to try to make that shift happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're right, it does convey a certain uh, sentiment about true believers, mm-hmm. and um, and there are a lot of true believers in that we can capitalism our way out of poverty mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. If anything, that's probably the majority. Right. Um, and that's an area in which I agree with Dr. King mm-hmm. that that assessment is flawed. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't
0: watch the debate. Um we decided to just kinda take it easy. I watched
1: the debate. Yeah. You watched it? I did. I watched it, recorded it, and tried to watch it again.
0: (laughs) Was there was there anything particularly interesting other than the ongoing Bernie Liz dispute? Um let's see here.
1: Uh Kind of, not really. I mean Bernie gave a couple of good answers on some things. Um, wait so, so who of... who all
0: who all was in the debate anyway? It was it was six
1: people. It was Bernie, Warren, Joe Biden, uh Amy klobuchar Pete Buttigieg, and then Tom Don't Steyer. yeah, don't Dad. forget Tom uh, Steyer. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: They're yeah, really like Tom the Sire. like the best Pokemon team that you could ask for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're hitting all the bases there. <laughs> yeah, Tom um, Sire, what the what the hell? How how did he make the debate? That's so weird to by me. By paying his way there. He's paid his way
1: into the debate successfully, unlike Michael Bloomberg. But, uh, like, Tom Steyer's polling at, like, 15% in South Carolina. So, Bloomberg wasn't like, even in this in debate? second place. Bloomberg, no. I, I don't think his strategy is to get into the debate. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, honestly, like, the way it looks like is Bloomberg is just trying to get his foot in the door. So, therefore, if uh, Bernie's the nominee, he can run a third party against him, like an independent uh, campaign and try to offset it, or like get invited everywhere. to the
2: fucking RNC again to like do a do a talk about how uh how bipartisan he is or whatever. What an idiot! Yeah,
1: yeah, like, but uh, but yeah, Tom Steyer, he is in this. I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't think he's pulling very high in Iowa, so he's definitely not going to win Iowa. But South Carolina, he's literally pulling in some polls at like second place. Or third place, even. So it's, it's, I heard he uh,
2: bought all television. Like, I, from what I hear mm-hmm. about South Carolina, is like, if you turn on any piece of media, you will hear like six Tom Steyer ads. He just has, he just yeah. has everything. Yeah. And here in
1: Oklahoma, on our local channels, you see uh, tons of Bloomberg ads. So you see a Bloomberg ad on one of the local stations like every other uh, commercial break.
0: Like, it's pretty crazy. That's been true here in Texas, too. I, w- I went to take a, one of our cars for an oil change the other day and sat down in the waiting room. And the TV itself was, like, off. It was like the TV had failed, but the audio was still running. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and all I could hear was Michael Bloomberg ads. Yeah, I
2: definitely have seen some Bloomberg ads on, like, cable news and stuff when it's, like, on in the background at places. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, if you have billions of dollars, you know, why not? Uh, You know, it's a great excuse. They're also
1: on YouTube a lot, too. Like, I've seen tons of Bloomberg ads on YouTube and Tom Steyer ads on YouTube. So, they've also got them there, too. I don't know why. I think maybe they think they're
2: trying to appeal to young people, but... They got you. You're their target audience right there.
0: Yeah, They're they're appealing to young people by advertising on cable television. (laughs) That definitely seems like a winning strategy to me.
2: (sighs) But yeah, I mean, the week started off so good. Uh, You know, Bernie was like top in all these polls you know he was getting these huge uh, endorsements from these progressive movements and like you know huge still getting huge
1: endorsements like he just got an endorsement from uh, Mark pocan who's one of the co-chairs of the Congressional Progressive caucus he's um, from Wisconsin all right so he just got that endorsement this morning you need to get him so he's on the still show. Ranking them in. <laughs> no
0: kidding. He's great. Come on, come on, Gregory. You've got contacts. Let's, you know, put us in touch, will you? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I could do that much.
2: (laughs) Send DM him. Be like, look at these numbers on this tweet. You need to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, as the as the week as the week drew on, uh, it was it was revealed mysteriously, uh, and this is this story I think broke on CNN. Strangely, just a few days before the debate on CNN, I it's I, it's a wild, you know. They just have such good journalism going if, on. If over it's there. the one
0: year that I think you're talking about, it broke like exactly 24 hours before the yeah, debate. Yeah, it
2: was like the day before the debate. Wild, yeah. Tune in to the debate for the shocking conclusion uh to this breaking <laughs> news. It's amazing shocking how the
0: Bernie Sanders thinks that all women are bitches.
2: Yeah. But uh, yeah, pretty much the I, I did watch I didn't watch the debate, but I did watch the clip of the debate where they ask Bernie Sanders, you know, Bernie Sanders, did you say that a woman, you know, would not could not become president? And he was like, of course not. That's ridiculous. And then literally 10 seconds later, they say to Elizabeth Warren, like, what did you think when Bernie Sanders said that a woman couldn't be president? Right.
0: Yeah. What in the yes. hell? Well, and then, Brendan, did you see the, uh, like, the follow-up? I don't remember what uh, network it was on, because I don't uh, keep track of any of these, uh, like, big network uh, news shows. But one of these roundtables was like, wow, that was weird, huh? They they asked him, did you say this? And he said no, and then they immediately went to – and, like – it was it was on. It it must have been on like MSNBC, right? Because CNN was running this this story, uh, running the debate, and then I guess MSNBC was like was like, "Wow, that was weird. That was a that doesn't seem right."
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was it was pretty. It was pretty bizarre. But I think this just to me, it's been
0: ugly as shit.
2: To me, it does seem like a sign that. The Warren campaign has kind of been struggling and now they're really saying, well, now it's time to start like playing, playing dirty. Uh, Like we're, we haven't been making huge swings in the polls. Our fundraising numbers haven't been great. Like we need a game change. You know how they're always saying that? That's the, that's the thing. They basically
0: basically said, um, they they do be
1: saying that Brandon. I agree. Like, they, her campaign basically said, New Year, let's bring up shit from 2016 and play upon that. Yeah. Because that's basically what they're doing, is trying to play into the whole uh, trope that Hillary and some people in the media were trying to throw out there in 2016 that Bernie's a sexist and supporters are sexist and all that stuff. The whole Bernie bro narrative. So, to me, it just seems like it's pretty, uh, it's manufactured in that way to try to hurt Bernie, and it's not really hurting Bernie at all because the only people who are buying into this are those same handful of Hillary supporters that bought into this whole mess about Bernie being a sexist four years ago. So it's like you're, you're not really doing yourself any favors here.
0: <laughs> I, th- I think you're right. I think you're right, Gregory. I mean, the only people that I've seen really promoting this kind of story are the people who have the, like, the hashtag NeverBernie. Like the hashtag yeah. hashtag Hillary is my president in their the uh, like Twitter handles, you know. And don't forget about the K Hive, and <laughs> of course, like the K Hive, uh, but but K-hive John Legend is also <laughs> and John, <laughs> John Legend, Legend, of course. Oh my God!
3: <laughs> but <laughs> Jesus but I, Himself.
0: I, but but I think you're. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll just have like a little piece of John Legend being Jesus uh, at the end of the segment. Um, he was good. He was he was pretty good in uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. You know,
2: I'm gonna go out on a limb. I think Jesus would have been a burning guy. That's just I'm just saying. Oh, I'm just crap. saying. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> Shit. Huh.
2: Do you ever think yeah. of that John yeah, Legend? Yeah, maybe
1: hmm. so.
0: Yeah, maybe so. But but <laughs> my, my overall point was. Um, I I think Gregory's right that a lot of the people who, it, it, pretty much the 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 bulk of the people who have bought into this narrative are people who were against Bernie anyway, and you've seen a lot of people also go like, Liz Warren was my second choice, but after all of this sort of like rat fucky, um. Like backstabby sort of stuff. Like I'm not sure that I can trust her anymore.
1: Yeah, now some people are saying that Tom Steyer's
2: their second choice. <laughs> oh, no, because he didn't want to what get in the, the middle of it. So he didn't want to get in the middle of it. He just wanted to say hi see, to him. Yeah, Tom see, Steyer. See, he, he said he would pay Elizabeth Warren a billion dollars if <laughs> she put this story out there. That's how he works,
0: man. Yeah. See, my my theory was. Uh, you know, there were a bunch of Bernie supporters who Liz Warren was their second choice, uh, and then all worried. of this stuff worried. happened, People. and uh, now they're they're saying like, no, I I don't really want to support Liz Warren anymore because this reveals that she's just kind of a political player. Or um, I think Andrew Yang is behind the whole thing. Oh, I Yang! Like, I forgot Yang. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's Yang I think it's Yang coming from behind. Yeah. See, I thought it was
2: maybe like a Klobuchar move where she wanted to make nah, she's Warren look bad uh to be the other woman in the race. If this was
1: presented as a corny joke, then I'd get it. But I don't think this is Amy's deal.
0: Yeah,
2: right Yeah. But I don't know. To me it's it's one of those things where it's like everybody makes a big deal out of it, but it really doesn't seem like this is like a, a lasting like story because, again, like you were saying, Matt, it, it really uh, – it plays on people's existing biases, right? Like people who are for Bernie are still for Bernie. People who are for Warren are still going to be for Warren. You know, everyone's picking their sides or whatever. Like I don't know that this is really like a monumental event because I think the the attack or whatever it is, like it barely even was an, an attack. It just rings – so hollow because like it's so it's so meaningless like even if bernie had said like you know what i don't think a woman can win the evidence there's plenty of women that think yeah that, the evidence shows plenty, that like yeah. it's difficult like it is hard for a woman it's to difficult. win because she has to she's held to a higher standard i mean that's 100% okay, well, that's, clear I mean,
0: that's a substantive thing right Brendan? that like do, do I believe that Bernie Sanders ever said, I don't believe a woman can ever win the presidency? No, I don't. That seems completely out of character for him based on just like literally like 40 years of on videotape uh, sort of comments that he's made. Did, well, did, did he him say. he wanting Warren to run in 2016. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But. but also, like, did he say something like Donald Trump is a fucking sexist and he's gonna make you being a woman uh a polarizing a issue or whatever, yeah. Yeah, an, an issue. Yeah in I I could believe that he said something like that. Right. I also don't
2: think um like black dudes with weird names can win. Um that would yeah, just I be agree. really hard. Yeah, <laughs> no. Specifically, Hussein. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, yeah. Hussein. Black dudes with Middle Eastern names and like not a lot of political history. Like yeah,
0: they we, would never be able play to that win the fucking, presidency. Uh, that Boondocks clip, right? Are you supporting Barack Obama? What?
4: for president president what you don't know there's a black man running for president named barack obama his name is barack for real
2: barack obama yes
0: get the fuck out of here barack
2: yes barack
0: where's he from africa
2: his dad was african yes
0: you can't be serious nobody ever got you know nobody's running for the presidency named barack obama
2: (laughs) so yeah i don't know i think it's kind of a it's kind of a weird non-story that really blew up huge because i think it's it's a great opportunity for the media to talk about like sexism and gender bias and stuff in a in a new and exciting uh way of 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 high tension and drama and and conflict um and it's really to no one's benefit except for cnn's although i also think it kind of is backfiring on cnn because everybody hated them and the debate although Gregory, you said you actually kind of enjoyed watching it. You thought it was good. I thought it was
1: good for some reasons. Like, yeah, like some of the questions were kind of worded in ways that people didn't really like. But I, I generally enjoy these debates because I'm just weird like that. So my perspective on it is probably different than other people's. Um, but another fun part about the debate was the part where Warren said... She was the only person on stage who had defeated a Republican incumbent in the last 30 years. And then Bernie Sanders stepped in, and he was like, uh No, uh, <laughs> I beat a Republican incumbent <laughs> in 1990, which was 30 years ago, so I can get my house seat. Oh, yeah. And then she was like,
3: yeah.
0: Washington was like, Post gave him like, five pinocchios cuz it turns out that 1990 was more than 30 years ago or whatever. Yeah.
2: No one but then No one believes like, that 1990 was 30 years ago. That's not that's just not right.
0: Like it was only a couple
2: years ago that it was 1990 and everything was all good. I I just can't believe that it's been 30 years. That's clearly false. That's just don't even need to look into it.
1: <laughs> and it was funny cuz like um what is it? Like the actual election would have been in like November of 1990. So is really less than 30 years so like it really blew apart her whole point and i and i thought that was so good because right whenever she said that i sent out a tweet i was like last time i checked bernie beat a republican so he can get his house seat 1990 and then right whenever i tweeted that out bernie said it i was like
2: whoa <laughs> Oh my God! The man behind Bernie's the curtain reading
1: my tweets. Yeah,
2: and then I think <laughs> but, Joe know. Biden was like, and then I I voted for a war thirty years ago. I I love war. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah the uh, the rat fucking that you've seen uh, on, on all of that, like you know people people digging up old clips of Bernie saying like uh, like Saddam Hussein is you know it, like should be deposed and they're like oh that and then he voted against the Iraq war it's like well come on man like no nobody thought that like Saddam Hussein was a great guy but he was clearly talking about you know maybe deposed from inside the country um not yes. us getting inveigled in a fucking 20 year war well
2: yeah him. I mean there's a big <clears throat> there's a big difference between saying like that dictator is bad and I and I wish he wasn't a dictator anymore and saying like, we need to like start a multiple decade occupation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't need to go
1: ask our British friend Tony Blair to help us invade a, a whole country and stay there indefinitely.
2: Uh, the other thing that I just remembered that happened was uh, everybody's Favorite uh, undercover Republican operative, James O'Keefe, released a video that he thought was an incredible damning video of some Bernie supporter saying like, yeah, you know, Bernie loves education because then you can educate Nazis not to be Nazis. And then they were like, they released that video and they were like, Bernie's done, y'all. The Project (laughs) Veritas
1: video, right?
2: Oh wow! Now that Bernie's, uh, you know, wanting to educate Nazis so they're not so terrible, uh, policy is out. Uh, now the country's going to turn on him.
0: Oh Jesus!
2: <laughs> did you guys see that? It was great. It was it was really great. I
0: did. It was wild. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't feel like that uh, got as much traction
2: as they were <clears throat>
0: as they were hoping. It doesn't seem like any of this stuff got the traction that anybody was hoping, right? I mean.
1: It, it, the outcomes it really, didn't get happen that they wanted. The outcomes didn't happen that they wanted to see. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah,
0: no, I I completely agree with you. It's been the the whole thing seems like kind of an embarrassment for the Warren camp, right? It it doesn't seem like anybody who wasn't already hashtag never Bernie bought this, and you see a lot of chatter about people saying like. I kind of liked her before, but now I don't like her. You know, I I think that ultimately it's going to decrease her influence on this uh, on this primary rather than increase her influence. Oh, which is too bad, because, like, I mean, I'm one of those people, right? Like, I, I kind of liked her. I thought that she would make a really great, uh, I don't know, secretary of whatever secretary of labor or something like that well
2: you know this treasury this whole campaign stuff like you know obama and hillary had like a a really really divisive primary but then she became his secretary of state and apparently they got along well uh people were talking about like You know, man, this primary is like a a total shit show and like no, no party is ever going to be able to like mend the fences after after this blowout, you know, and people were like, do you remember when Donald Trump said Ted Cruz killed JFK or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. or when uh like or when trump uh compared ben
1: carson to like a child molester oh, Jesus. That?
2: he said he was like a sick sick oh. mind and like a, a a compulsive liar and all kinds of stuff like that and yeah now he's the secretary of housing and urban development and they and they're best friends
1: or when uh trump doxed lindsey graham that oh that's huge.
2: right when he fo- especially he thinking phone about how much of a
1: lapdog lindsey graham is for trump now like <laughs> but yeah
0: all right, fellas, I think that's the uh I think that's the end of this uh this segment. Um of course next week I'm sure that we'll have a lot more to talk about with Bernie Sanders, Liz Warren, Joe Biden, all of the you know, as we get closer to the Iowa caucuses.
2: I can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah. It's well, only going to get better.
0: Well, um, you know, one one little uh like, you know, bright spot for us is that we actually have a really great musical guest um this week. Uh, this is a this is a song uh, that is um not on an album. Um it's it's just a just a single right now. Um but I think it's fucking fire. And I hope everybody enjoys this. This is The Great Satan, parentheses, Eat the Rich by J.J. Demon. We're in we're in right now. It's by dismantling the empire of the United States, of redistributing wealth, of redistributing power to a political
4: proletariat. That is the only way. They call America the Great Satan. I wonder where they got that from. Talking about the same place that lets people die if they can't crowdfund. That's some shit the devil might like the sound of. It's the shadow of a groundhog. Who knew a sign of great wealth to be? Just like having a hospital gown on. Cyanide pill finish out down on. Hard like the ground in Alaska. Lamborghini doors on my coffee. It's impossible to live faster. I had a best friend, but I lost it. Opiates put him out the pasture. Lonely, look up in his mother's eyes Dominic should've lived past her Yeah, bitch, I died twice in 27 Yeah, I joined the 27 club twice Heaven the covers when the darkness That's just something i up night. Maybe it's because I gotta pay some kind of price Play i up been fuzzy, overqualified, it's cool A in little father, happy give my daughter's life Skeptical of the smiles when I'm picking it up from school We're at the to top of the statue Possibly burning some flag. See this razor blade tattoo? You should think about that. We hear the scuffle in the back room. Better watch your six. We're here to do what comes natural. Eat the rich. rich. Yeah, this is how to build a guillotine for gummies since the education money's in the jails. We're giving every living billionaire a decision to give it all away or take a bail. You barely even notice just a little off the top. A similar solution if you wanna call the cops. State employee with no reason not to shoot. One black life's more valuable than a thousand. Yeah, i want to own a gun, I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna travel abroad, go in a boat. The government loves knowing I won't, and I can't. Best I could do is go on a computer, go in a ramp Then I get put on another list. Zuckerberg's a fucking bitch. In other words, freedom is only another word in a public myth. Something everybody oughta to add to the fucking list, and it's true. If you don't give us any other route to pursue, you don't get to be surprised when you're on the other side of a coup. Ew, I'm gonna make them pay, yeah, I swear I will. I'm gonna come and get paid' call me Claircelle Missing your head, and hitting your shoulder, making you still. Nigga, my to wells, I don't think you are prepared for hell ah. Yeah, North Philly, Badlands Drexel, Billy West Philly, Madman Heavy metal settle in the skinny waistline Exit life fade to black in her sand, man We're the top of the statues Possibly burns a flag See the razor blade tattoo What you think about that? We're here to scuffle in the back room Better watch your six. We're here to do it comes natural. Eat the rich! rich. rich. Hide it from the law in the yard of a tax paying citizen, yeah! yeah. Tylenol 4s are the bomb, if you take like 10 of them you're scared How the fuck I still got a full head of hair, not a single braid. Fuck the cops, family first, every single day Bringing a charm when I me the alarm My arms got a box cutter and sticky We gotta abolish ice, we gotta abolish ice, abolish it No need to apologize, the whole of apologists For no reason we colonized the land and put up monuments Dope needles, dollar signs to go upstairs Anybody gonna budget? Poor people getting 10 to 20 for some dumb shit. Corporations incorporating a bloodlet. Mark my fucking words, this cool will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this cool will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this cool will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this cool will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this cool will not be bloodless. Mark my Fucking words! This cool will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words. Fucking
2: words. In Omaha, there is actually a blockbuster-style store where you can rent DVDs and Blu-rays, and it's called Family Video. Yeah, we got one of those here in Shawnee.
0: Was well, it? That's not a chain, though, right? I think it is. Oh, yeah, it is. No, it's a, oh, it's yeah. a chain. But now
2: they started it selling is. CBD. <laughs> so
3: they're just they're
0: just transitioning yeah.
2: into a new industry. Although in Oklahoma, I don't know what the situation is at the family video down there. It must be extreme.
0: Oklahoma's got all that legal weed, man.
2: Hell yeah. Well it's medical, so <laughs> Oh, you know. But like we have
1: a few dispensaries here in my hometown. Like I think we have two or three of them. It's pretty cool. Family
2: Video is just setting it up for the future. You know, they know that day is gonna come where it's legal nationwide, yes. and you know, Family Video is gonna be the next the next Walmart of weed.
0: <laughs> well, so that's 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 kind of an interesting topic, right? That like Netflix basically killed all of like Hollywood Video, Blockbuster Video, right? Because they had there was everything there and you could just you could send away for the dvd and they would send you the the dvd for the movie that you wanted to watch but now all of the big media companies have reconsolidated so now it's like no what we want you to do is subscribe to like somewhere between 6 and 11 different Like subscription streaming services, and you never get like a physical copy of the thing. So, I've been wondering if there isn't like a market opening back up for like small scale video rental places, curated video rental places, like a hipster boutique style, handcrafted. Yeah, exactly. uh, Yeah, right. Right. I mean, they made they made the joke about it on a, a Parks and Rec episode where it's uh, Jason Schwartzman like runs the the one video rental place in town.
2: Oh, but it only has like his favorite movies but, or whatever. And it's all
0: porn, you know. <laughs> but I can see that actually being like a good side hustle for you know people who run like little shops. It's like we're gonna start stocking DVDs of. You know, like, when we used to go to the, like, the baker's grocery store in fucking Pavilion, you know, they had exactly this many movies that you could rent, and there was a little tag that hung on the wall, and you took the tag up, and... They had, like, a little horror section and a little romance section and a little Oscar-winning drama section. (laughs) I I could see that coming back. Uh,
1: Those were the days. I'm curious as to when VHSs are going to come back. We'll see about
2: that. Oh, I think it's going to happen. I mean, I I hear, like, cassettes are coming back. You know, vinyls routinely outsell CDs. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. What you need to do is you need to start a video rental place. You have the little, like, the tag that's got the, like, the the poster of the movie on the front, the description of the movie on the back, like, from the back of the VHS, but then when they come and get it, what you give them is a little USB stick that's, like, locked down. I'm
2: taking it the other way. You can only rent like 35 millimeter reels.
0: <laughs> That's the real
2: film experience. You know, it's the vinyl of, of film watching. It is funny because today, uh, NBC announced their streaming service, which they have insisted on calling Peacock, which is just oh, wow. uh, a terrible name all around, but it's going to be, uh, free but you can like pay five bucks a month to like not get ads
0: oh god otherwise it's gonna be
2: like ads or whatever but it's free with ads oh that's better than
0: what everybody else is doing yeah Yeah. i guess i don't know it'll be interesting to see i'd rather just i'd rather just ignore ads the but that that just seems to me like that's what watching tv was like yeah like regular cable tv
2: Yeah, ads, or as I like to call them, like, oh, time to check Twitter for two minutes. Right,
0: exactly. It's it's great. (laughs) Yeah, time to walk in the kitchen and, like, (laughs) see what my risotto is doing. Right, time to hit
2: that mute button.
0: Right. (laughs) Check my phone.
2: Well, I don't know, we watch, like, Hulu sometimes with ads. The ads are always terrible, and they just show you the same, like, Three ads over and over and over again. My kids hate
0: it. They are it. They find ads completely intolerable. I mean, that's that's a really interesting point, Brendan. That like you and I were brought up in in the age of cable TV. Well, so was I, technically. Commercial. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, Gregory. I'm not trying to leave you out of this. No, you're um, as a, as a youngin. You don't know what it's like. You're you're, you're considerably younger than. Then Brennan and I, uh, and all I was, all I was saying was that you know we were brought up in uh, like a state of cable TV where now we'll go to commercials and it's going to be like five minutes of commercials and we all learn to ignore them. Anybody y- way younger than us who's now trying to access uh, like any kind of media that they want that's all of a sudden getting served advertisements would find that
1: confusing offensive
0: right probably
1: confusing more or less because they're like I've never seen this before why are they showing this to me
2: (laughs) yeah and there are so many so many movies that I've only ever seen like cable edit of where it's like heavily censored and like cropped badly and like chopped up to hell so they could run ads every like seven minutes That's the best way to watch some films, you know. If you've never seen the the Big Lebowski, but cut up for cable, (laughs) then you've never seen the real Big Lebowski because it is an amazing (laughs) cinematic experience.
0: I've I've had it with these uh, Monday to Friday, these monkey fighting snakes on on this Monday
2: to Friday plane.
0: These monkey fighting snakes on this Monday,
2: um, to Friday. I forgot the train. best part yeah, of yeah. <laughs> uh, the best selling point of Peacock is that you can watch the Tonight Show starting at 8 p.m. every day. <laughs> so if you're 75 and you oh, can't stay up.
0: Wow. Yeah, because they, they record it like middle of the day, right? <laughs> They, they recorded it at like four o'clock in the oh, afternoon or something. so yeah
2: that's something a that's like a that, huge yeah. selling point for for sure uh no longer do you have to stay up till 10
0: p.m does anybody even fucking care about the tonight show anymore
1: it's jimmy fallon that hosts that right yeah oh wow so you'll finally get to see him not laugh in the middle of his own <laughs> comedy sketches like he used to 20 years ago on snl so i think that's a plus honestly <laughs>
0: All right, high notes everybody. This is uh, this is the, technically this is the high note portion of the show. Well, I'm going to let me kick
2: it off. My high note starts out low. I was pretty sick earlier this week. I didn't get out of bed at all on Tuesday. But it was okay cuz I have a new kitten. Its name is Sasha. It's 4 months old, hmm. and it snuggled with me and it made me feel way better. We got her spayed today so she's uh, all zonked out. Oh. But we're going to keep her. It's been it's been fun.
0: Poor kiddo. That's
2: my high note. It's kittens, everyone. You can't say no to that. Yeah,
0: kittens. <laughs> you you really can't dispute kittens.
2: So, yeah, that's been that's been fun. Uh that's about it. Everything else in my life is terrible. Uh but uh but kittens. Yeah. Kittens. I recommend them. Everyone should get one.
0: I hear you, buddy. I I I think that you know, one of the things that our listeners don't know is that sometimes our high notes have to be personal because otherwise, what would we have to talk about to be high? And uh, a, a kitten? That's nice. <laughs> <The> kittens are <laughs> always good.
2: Yeah, check out the kitten store near you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys getting
1: paid to do this show by, like, uh kitten stores is that what
2: this is about uh, i did get we did get a cat one time a, a long time ago in council bluffs iowa they had too many cats and so if you came and got a cat you got a 40 dollar voucher
0: <laughs> to starbucks <and> you
2: <laughs> no to like go get oh, your cat okay. like spade or whatever and then when you got well you got your cat spayed then you would like give them the 40 dollars, and they were like oh the cat's free then, when we went, they were like, oh, actually, there's money left over. So they gave us $20. So we did get paid <laughs> uh, by Council Bluffs, Iowa, $20 to get a cat one time. And it was a great deal.
0: That's good. I,
2: I... Wow.
1: You were paying off my big kitten. Yeah.
2: yeah. I also <laughs> recommend, you know, if there's just a cat that just hangs out on the street, you could just have that cat. No one's going to stop you. That's how I got one of my cats. And it, it worked out great. Cats, they're out there for cats. the taking.
0: Right. Just I find know. It.
1: Just, just don't go see the movie, Cats. No, we can't
2: start that again.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we've had that conversation several that's times. That's
2: not, not a high note, sadly.
0: <laughs> it was fine. No, it, was, it wasn't fine. It was it was bad. But I think it will be like a cult classic at some point. All right, that's 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 Brandon's high note. What about you, Gregory?
1: Well, for me, uh, I have two things. Uh, one thing is I started back uh, college this week after the... Christmas break or winter break. Nice. And I had a good first week so far. Um, and also, another high note is, I got to come on this show today. So, that's...
0: That doesn't count.
1: That does count. I'm going to make it count because <laughs> I had two. So, therefore, there's this and then there's the other thing. So, that that's yeah. that's my high note. It's two high notes, I guess. So, well, man, yeah. we're,
0: we're delighted to have you back. You know, you are our a senior Oklahoma correspondent. So, um, it's it's always a delight to to have you on the show. Thank you.
2: When you went to college, did they make you become socialist like the first day or do they give you a, a couple months to become socialist? Did the,
0: did the feminists kick your ass in <laughs> the, like as you were walking across the quad?
1: No. So, like that's funny because like I became a socialist while I was at college or since I've been in college. Oh
2: shit, don't say that. Don't tell him. <laughs> it wasn't
1: because of any specific thing I was taught in class or professor or even like a friend or anything. It was just like I was already left wing. I was like a social democrat. And then I just fell down a rabbit hole on YouTube of videos and it explained socialism a lot better to me. And then I was like, okay, we have to do this or else we're all gonna die so that's basically how
2: (laughs) we better give this guy some six-figure debt to make him a capitalist again (laughs) Right? something's gone wrong
0: we we need to send this uh this podcast over to uh charlie kirk and caitlin bennett i mean they they would absolutely start to try to like proselytize to to gregory right
1: Oh, I so wish that those people would come to my college campus because I would totally <laughs> blow their fucking mind. Like I would like they they would be like, "Whoa, he was ready, he was expecting this." Like, oh my god! Like, I I've I've been ready for that
2: for like. Yeah. I think her whole sh- her whole shtick is getting owned by college students when she's trying to like got- do gotcha interviews on them and then they just turn it around on her and then she posts it on her oh, channel. And
0: so just so it It was like. It is it is embarrassing to watch her try to do the thing. Did you see you
1: know? her get owed by a cop? Like people like she was asking people questions somewhere, like on the street. And the a cop would like people would tell the cops on her because apparently she was like harassing them. Oh god! And she got in this whole big argument with the cop, and he was like, "You'll be to arrest you right now? Why do you have a problem with me?" And she was like, "I don't have a problem with you. I, like my audience loves the police. That wouldn't yeah. be good like, for me.
0: I'm the most pro cop <laughs> person in the in the world." But it was so
1: funny. People were retweeting the video, oh, no. and they were like, "Oh, this is like the one good
2: cop." <laughs> Did she did she shoot the cop though? Because isn't oh, that her man. thing? Is that she loves to shoot? Oh my she god! She loves to shoot
1: stuff. I guess not. Mm. Oh well. No, her fans wouldn't have liked it. She already like expressed that concern while talking to the cop, so. Yeah, if she was a real
2: Second Amendment fan, though, hmm, she I don't really know. believes in stand your ground. Yeah. Growl.
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I think it's just show everybody uh Gregory Harden the 2nd, please uh plug whatever you uh, would like to my, plug. my uh show
1: on YouTube. It's called The Green Corn Rebellion Show. It's on YouTube. Did I say that before? I think I did.
0: Yeah, um, no, it's, it's <laughs> excellent though. Yes, you you did say that, but yes, it's on YouTube and it's very good.
1: And I have a Patreon page. You can find me on, on Patreon um uh I've had interviews with uh candidates who are running for office uh people who are in the state legislature here in oklahoma i've had one of the guitarists who's in the band bad wolves on my show recently oh yeah um so yeah and i got some more good interviews coming up uh you can also find me on twitter Tweeting out hot takes and uh, uh, cold takes about Limp Biscuit and Creed about how awesome <laughs> they are, and um, on uh, um, at Gregory Harden the second, so Gregory Harden with two eyes, and you can find the Greek Queen Rebellion show on Twitter at TGCRS 46
2: If all five hundred million of you listening right now can go retweet his tweets, we can beat his high score.
0: <laughs>
2: His fate is in your hands. Hey, Twitter is not a game, man. This is serious. Like Twitter is <laughs> real right.
0: life. T- T- Twitter is real life. It really is. Absolutely.
2: I like. I
1: have a point to make about Twitter and like online like activism or whatever you want to call it. Like people say that it doesn't matter, but like baby boomers are dying off. So like eventually, like tweeting and reaching out to people online about you know politics and stuff that's gonna matter a whole lot more this is it. as we yep. age in like you know in society because uh uh yeah in the future the know.
2: president might even tweet stuff
3: wow i, I, I know it's hard to
1: imagine but <laughs> he
3: might, he might, it could happen tonight
1: actually yeah he might tweet something at 3 a.m tonight so <laughs> yeah. twitter is real life it's not a game take that near its hand and and Dave Eden, <laughs> and whoever else has that in their fucking Twitter bio like a bunch of fucking yeah. idiots. Take that Mark so, yeah. Zuckerberg.
0: Alright, well I wanted to uh, I wanted to do a special shout out to our musical guest tonight, J.J. Demon. Um, the, the track that we played tonight is on SoundCloud. We'll link it in the show description. Um, he has a full album which apparently is also on SoundCloud which I'll dig up the the link for that but um, yeah thank you to him for that absolutely fucking fire track if you are liking the show uh, follow us on twitter at liquid underscore flannel and if you want to give us a dollar a month we'd appreciate it at patreon.com slash what are we liquid flannel pod something Something like that yeah something like that yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, I'm Matthew Hodges. I'm on Twitter at Matt the Great with the W and Brendan Williams.
2: I'm at Brendan Williams with one L.
0: And that's it for us, everybody. Uh, thanks, thanks for being with us, and thank you again, Gregory Hardin, the second. You're welcome.
3: Okay, bye. Wee.